Time now uh, for Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Milliman 12th Street. Here's your host for Over the Garden Fence, Andy Waddell. Good morning. Good morning, Jim. How are you? All right. <laughs> I was downtown yesterday. Saw a lot of the festivities going on. That's so. right. That's right. Ken's down there this morning. So, you know, there's a lot happening downtown that uh, um, we'll be talking about, too, this morning, too, Jim. So, uh, right. yeah, yeah, including some of uh, our, so maybe everybody uh, uh, needs to wake up this morning and uh, maybe take a quick stretch and grab that cup of coffee. So, um, thanks for all joining us. And if you have questions, comments, Concerns about your yard, give us a call at 382-4280. Or, Jim, if they are radio shy. They can uh, text us at 80373, and we'll get the question on the air. You bet. You bet. So, like I said, what a great day. We are actually, I think, Jim, getting our spring weather <laughs> in June. <laughs> so I don't mind doing a swap a little bit, everybody. You know, it's uh, I love the cool 60 to 70s uh, weather. Um looks like maybe getting close mid 74 78 today maybe hitting 80 on the weekend so really nice clear blue skies what a great time to be gardening can i ask you all a question have you gotten your hands dirty this week hmm. have you helped somebody this week hmm. maybe you could do a little of both waddell's has been invited to be part of the Martin Luther King Memorial Park um, today and due to a great lady named Miss Pamela Rowland. And it is a community planting project that could actually use your help. Downtown this morning, you might be downtown, so stop down and maybe give a hand. The planting is one of the final installments of this project, and you could maybe help plant shrubs, some nice boxwood, plant some perennials, like salvia or daylilies, or plant flats of annuals, or even help do the cleanup. It is down at 507 North Rose, out by the bus terminal, and uh, maybe it's a way you could help your community, and as well as, Jim, enjoying a beautiful morning at the same time. And then maybe afterwards, clean up and go over and watch the, go to the art, art fair at the same time. Miss Pam is going to be our guest on the show in a few minutes, so we'll all get our hands dirty this morning. Let's grab a cup of coffee and let's head out and let's see what to do in the yard. This past uh, April and May, it's been uh, a real roller coaster of weather. We've had um, snow, cold, hot, super hot, and then uh, cold again. Some uh, last night was just almost too cold he almost shut the windows in the house he got in the low 40s well you couldn't ask for better better uh weather today to get outside so meanwhile the the insects and diseases continue to thrive so let's take a look at some action to help just further uh getting rid of some of these pests so we'll just kind of go down the list so sawfly larvae right now is merrily munching on your scotch pine, <laughs> your mugo, or your red pines. Severe defoliation has already been brought into the store, people wondering what is happening. If present, use the Fertilome Spinosad Spray, which is a natural control for uh, pine sawfly larvae. Tent caterpillars are starting to form on your crab apples and your cherry trees, uh, black cherry or just down to Kwanzaa and weeping cherry. Control, again, tent caterpillars with spinosad. 
Plants inclined to anthracnose and scab disease right now are being affected due to some of the damp mornings. Prevent uh, further infestation, leaf drop, begin a spray program now. Crab, sycamore, oak, maple, mountain ash, serviceberry, roses. These are all things that could sure use to be sprayed. A fertilome systemic fungicide would sure help suppress some of that anthracnose or scab disease. Some of the old varieties of crab, Jim, I remember when I was little, there wouldn't be any leaves on them left over in the winter, in the summertime because of some of the scab. We work really hard on leaf diseases, and that's why we carry some new varieties like Royal Raindrop Crab. Canker worms can be very active on trees right now. You can be walking under trees, and those little green bugs get in your hair, or um, neat, um, worms get in your hair, so including maple, crab apple, birch, beech, linden, um, Little green worms are almost sometimes called inchworms. They consume great quantities of foliage. Inchworms can be controlled with BT or spinosad or triple action. The next one, Jim, I need to um, <clears throat> take my own words. We did plant our garden well. Okay, the vegetables are coming up. <laughs> But I did not get my control down fast enough, and cutworms are very numerous in Berry Garden, a lot of gardens, including Daniel and mine. They make their presence known by eating the foliage of almost any plant and cutting it off the transplants right at the soil level. So if you think it's a rabbit, rabbits cut it off at the same angle on a nice slice, but rabbits will consume that item cutworm will go right in and cut it and the pepper will be laying there the next morning as you're nice and sad. So high yield bug bait, sluggo plus, or there is a granular that is safe for, believe it or not, vegetables and ornamentals called vegetable insect granulars that can be used. So a couple items for helping out in the garden there. People have problems with euonymus. A lot of times you have an oyster shell scale and juniper scale is very active. Those need to be controlled, spray with horticultural spray oil, summer rate with malathion. Use uh, apply fertilome tree and shrub uh, for your control at the base of the plants later to control scale infection. Some of these might be kind of like remedies, Jim, but after a while, um, we'll get those calls in August when people say, now I have a problem. <laughs> we just trying to go over some of the things that are important right now. You don't have to look very far, everybody, to see aphid damage on shrubs, trees, and perennials. Curled and deformed leaves at the ends of branches are a telltale sign. Control aphids with either triple action, broad-spectrum insecticide, or rose shield. I love rose shield because I can use that on my perennials, on my clematis, and on my roses. This week, the... Um, the famous gypsy moth, and now called, you know, things got changed, Jim, sponge moth, sponge moth, like SpongeBob. And uh, they are, their new word is still very prevalent in our area. We have, uh, next to Waddell's, we have a nice grove of oak trees that they are um, coming over by the thousands. We are um, controlling with permethrins, BT spray, um, can be done, applied now. Very soon after this, to kill the caterpillars, use spinosad. Gypsy moth can be a very pain. So sometimes you can't spray a 60-foot tree. 
If that is the case, take a band of tree wrap, put it around the trunks of the trees, um, attach it to the tree so the band is taunt, and apply Tanglefoot tar to that band. And then as the um, gypsy moth travels up and down the tree, it will mainly on oaks really do its do its harm. So a couple more things, Jim. We'll take a break, but um, I know I'm start, I'm going to be seeing very soon the strawberry signs. Strawberries will be uh, coming up. So various stages of bloom, and people will be starting to sell them. So bloom and fruit formation is very important. So to prevent gray mold, stem end rot, um, or leaf spot, spray with captan. Locust plant bug. Uh, if you have nice honey locusts, a lot of times those foliage will be dropping and they are feeding on new growth. So honey locust plant bug are feeding uh, very active right now. Control with systemic insecticide with fertilome. Uh, again, at the base of the plant, easy to follow directions, mixed with water, very easy to use, and um, uh, easy way to control your locusts. So in the later summer months, you have some foliage. And our last one, <laughs> Jim, is kind of this weird little bug. You remember when they were you were little and you see like somebody had spit on a plant? Yeah. It's called spittle bug. And they're just they're just little. Uh, they're feeding on pine trees, vegetables, and flowering plants. They can be distinguished by white foamy matter around the insect itself. Again, control spittle bug with spinosad. Oh, those are just a few remedies that we're just needing to maybe get out of the way because some of those things important to take care of now rather than having those problems later on. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> we're trying uh, you know it's 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 tough we're gonna we have raised beds we're gonna put bird netting uh, oh yeah over you know them and, and hope that that keeps out the um not just the birds but the uh squirrels and if it's if and the netting i think is small enough that it might keep some insects out too so well it just has a good deterrent i've seen raspberry farms have that same netting mm -hmm. over the hoop house of the greenhouse they're growing. And because of that netting, it just has a good deterrent. Now, it's not completely keeping the raspberries free, but it does have an insect deterrent to yeah. it for sure. Which is, well, it works, hopefully. Hopefully, anyway. Well, in some of our uh, raised gardens, we need to get a little chicken fence around, too, or a little pellet gun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to stay away from the uh, pellet gun part of it, but I do understand that the the uh, Red Rider BB gun may have to come into effect here. Sometimes. I've, I've got a, uh, a, 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 what do you call it, crossbow pistol, and I'm hoping maybe the violence of that would determine that. But I, as it, uh, we had Mark Little in um, for uh, by local Kalamazoo. Mm -hmm. He and I were discussing the squirrel issue, and the, uh, the one thing that came up was the uh, Irish Spring... Oh, solution yeah. you put in it and he goes no when i put that out they started eating it uh -huh. so apparently it doesn't work for all squirrels so we'll see and we'll we'll come back i'll tell you why irish spring sometimes does not work and what does work okay i'm i'm, I'm for that let's take a quick break uh, over the garden fence we'll be right back here on wkzo you are cordially invited to waddell's nursery florist and garden center next saturday june 11th from 10 to 1 for a garden tea party Put on your garden hat, long dress, or other fancy attire, and join Waddell's for tea and cookies in three garden settings. Bring a friend, daughter, or granddaughter to enjoy three hot tea and three iced tea samples from Chocolatee. 
There will be several beautiful photo opportunities and Waddell's flower beds to stroll through. There's no entrance fee, but if you decide to dress in your tea party attire, you'll get a Waddell's $5 gift card and you'll be entered into the grand prize drawing, a $50 garden makeover gift card. Save a few minutes to put together a keepsake rose and an old-fashioned teacup. Live music will be provided and Waddell's garden experts will be on hand with advice on how to create the gardens of your dreams. Make plans to attend the Garden Tea Party Saturday, June 11th. Feel free to come as you are or all dressed up. Call Waddell's to learn more or to sign up or online at Waddell's.com. WKZO News Time is 920. Back with Over the Garden Fence here on uh, WKZO on this Saturday morning. And Andy Waddell, Andy and I talk about things off the air. We were discussing the, uh, if you get soil delivered by a landscape or Waddell's mm-hmm. or wherever, you need to know what the makeup of the soil is so that you're not unpleasantly surprised when things happen, like in our case, the uh, there was sand that was mixed in, which is a normal yep. mix, but the sand now is coming up to the top because it's lighter than everything else. And it's a little unnerving, I think, if you're not expecting it to come out and go, oh. And I'm thinking, I think I asked you this while, while we were off air or in break, um, it seems to be taking a little more water than normal, and is that because of the sand? Because it just doesn't hold it well, or well, and and sand was put in probably due to the drainage to make it make it lighter and make it a little more porous. So yes, it's probably taking a little more, but probably some of the compost, which is probably a leaf composition that has been probably from the cities combination in our in our whole county brought together and ground up. It's got to be used somewhere, and a lot of that compost is actually very good to return to the yard, but it is a water-sucking hog sometimes. It really, really sometimes has to be added with other nutrients sometimes. That's why, like dairy do, or adding sphagnum peat moss. Peat moss, when it's dry, Jim, absorbs, and when it's too wet, perspires. And so sometimes adding a little bit of that sphagnum peat there into that compost might help. Let me ask you this really quick before we go to the, uh, we, I guess we're going to have a caller here in a second. Um, uh, with a raised bed, you know, when you've got tomatoes, because you know tomatoes are, are water hogs mm-hmm. and whatnot, um, is, could, you, could you put a soaker hose in? Well, um, to, you know, to facilitate the watering so that you're not out there every day? Well, sure, Jim. And okay. then <laughs> and then for sure, soaker hose is not going to get your plants wet. It's just going to get the roots wet. So that's even for vegetables, even better. So we'll take this call, but I'll tell you, we talked about um, uh, why Irish soap doesn't work. Yes. A lot of times it is all based on scent. Okay. Okay. A lot of times when people are hanging it, what do you have to hang it with? Your hands. Oh. Oh, what's on the soap? Your smell. Okay, so. Okay, so, but number two, that's just a quick remedy. Use something called deer, deer mace or the mace series. There is squirrel, rabbit, groundhog, and deer. It's a castor oil. It's not something that's going to kill, but it's going to have great effects from mixing the castor oil, rosemary, garlic, and cinnamon, a combination that is egg based mm-hmm. that is definitely something you will not okay you will see great results for that on taking care of those red or gray or black squirrels I or used, the rabbit i used to like squirrels andy so, <laughs> not anymore well let's, let's talk to bob let's go to bob and talk to him he wants to talk a little bit about fertilizer and then we have a text uh andy good morning bob welcome to over the garden fence bob how are you hey i'm doing good andy hey what's going on today well i put a couple flats of vegetables in this week 
And I want to know, when can I start fertilizing those young plants? You know what? And if you did a, uh, a liquid, you could go over them even this morning in the cool of the day. But actually, Bob, I like to plant them with a little fertilizer as you're putting them down. Down in the hole? You bet, because those plants really have been in a perfect state in a greenhouse that have been been fed all the time. So now they'll go straight in the garden and start starving. So I like to put them in with uh, um, something either called root and bloom. It is a great dessert for vegetables, tomatoes, peppers, and it is a water soluble that you can put right onto the plant made by Fertilome. And uh, it's blue and just water soluble that goes right into the water, just mix it right in. Great. All right. Okay, but I'd start, and then, you you know, though, most vegetables, they're not going to make it over winter, so you might as well every 10 or 14 days give them, give them a little boost. They're going to do way better with food than, than ignoring them, Bob. Now, you talked about that fertilizer, that liquid fertilizer. Do you put that right on the plant? You can. Or? Yep. Now, if it's 90 degrees, I would I would avoid just uh, the moisture and the water combination against that leaf magnifying. But on a cool morning, oh, yeah, you can water the plants, the vegetables, the annuals, hydrangeas. It's a, We call it dessert for hydrangeas. It's a great food kind of all around. Now, there's a grower special, too, that you can mix right in that's a granular. And Osmocote's another good one, Bob, that's a long-term down in the ground that you can plant with at the same time. Okay, great, Andy. I appreciate the information. Bob. All right, Bob. Thanks for calling this he's, morning. He's got okay, a project. Guys. Yeah, have a good uh, have a good weekend. Right. Um, the text we have says, my front yard is a mess besides grass, weeds, moss, bare spots. <laughs> Should I overseed weed and feed, or remove moss, or is there something else to do? There's a lot of project in one, one sentence there. <laughs> so we got to attack one of two things. So either let's do our weed control. And so you could do, yes, you could do a weed and feed, but you can't do seed at the same time. So, or you can go ahead and try to rake up your area, get rid of the moss, and maybe do all of your seeding now, and then choose to do your weed control in the fall, or the opposite. Do all your moss control and weed control now, and then seed in the fall. Now, would would the fact that they have moss on the ground, I'm guessing if it's, it's probably not in a shady area, right? Or it's in a shady area. Bare ground. Yeah, bare ground. Um, And the number one thing on bare ground is moss moves right in. Should they check, you know, as we've talked about, get a dirt sample and bring it in because of the pH of the... uh, you know, oh, you want to work at Waddell's. That was my next. No, no not no, necessarily. No. But I've been on. I've been with the show enough. Mm-hmm. I know <laughs> moss. Moss means pH right away. So bring a soil sample in for sure, because you can tell right away if it's too low or too high. But moss killer, you can actually put on, mm-hmm. and in about seven to ten days, it turns a grayish black. You can actually rough it up because the spores are killed, and you don't even have to rake it all off and just. Oh, wow. Top dress right into that, and then put your seed over that. All so. right, Jim is gesturing to me. What we I have, am? We have something. Yeah. Well, actually, I had a phone call, and she didn't want to go on air. But I have a question uh, for Andy. Have you ever heard of the product Rodent Sheriff? Rodent Sheriff. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Another uh, another product that obviously somebody's having good luck with. Yeah, I, I guess she uh, sprays them. Um, she sprays them near plants, near openings, um, and it keeps out pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, there's probably different 
um, solutions around the United States that you can buy online and at other stores too. We kind of see that uh, deer are, are habitual. So mm -hmm. after a while, they will get used to any of these items and after a while, either move on or get used to it and start eating it again. So that's why it's sometimes good to go back and forth. Okay, maybe. and rotate oh, things around. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thanks to the phone caller that uh, that called in, talked to Jim, and uh, we're going to take a quick break. And uh, uh, we uh, are uh, have a special guest scheduled. Hopefully, mm -hmm. she will call in in the next few minutes. We'll find out uh, about the project in downtown Kalamazoo today. We'll be back with Over the Garden Fence here on five ninety one zero six point nine FM WKZL. Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center has been adding color to landscape with top quality plants in the Kalamazoo area for 76 years. Waddell's greenhouses and nursery beds are bursting with colorful blooms. For instant color on decks and patios, check out the great selection of potted blooming annuals. Waddell's also has a huge selection of hanging baskets of flowers in purple, red, multicolor ferns, petunias, fuchsias, and much more. Some easy care favorites for all summer color in the sun are dianthus, salvia, geraniums, and petunia. Looking for color in a shady spot? Choose from many varieties of impatiens, begonias, coleus, and more. From the perennial department, Waddell's has more than 500 plant varieties for both sunny and shady gardens, including phlox, peonies, corobels, and dozens of hosta varieties. Did you know some of the new rose bushes are practically carefree? Waddell's has over 100 varieties of roses in every color and fragrance. Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. WKZO News Time is 929. Back to Over the Garden Fence on uh, WKZO on this Saturday morning. Andy Waddell with us, and uh, we've talked about all sorts of, of fun things today. Um, yeah, can I do another uh, quick invite on uh, sure. what everybody's uh, doing downtown? So, again, this morning, if you want to get your hands dirty, we are... Uh, um, there's a community effort down on 507 North Rose. And uh, maybe come down and get your hands dirty and help uh, um, the Martin Luther King Project. They are getting the park, and I know they could use some volunteers just planting, whether it be perennials or shrubs or doing up some pots. So it's just uh, kind of cool in a combination of uh, maybe with the art fair and some of the other stuff that's going on in downtown Kalamazoo, which is kind of cool. Yeah, uh, we've got a phone call. Well, oh, there we go. Uh, this is Jerry. Good morning, Jerry. Welcome to Over the Garden Fence. Jerry, good morning. Good morning. How can I be of help, Jerry? Well, I just got a big old yew bush, which is growing up in front of my picture window. Mm -hmm. I want to prune that back. I wonder when the best time to do that might be. You know what? You are coming up to the ideal June 15th to July 15th is evergreen season to prune. Ah, okay, and great. Jerry, you are familiar with a U, you can go back just so far. Probably inside that big old U is a lot of dead zones. So just oh, make yeah. sure you leave foliage on or make sure that you know you, a hard prune takes a couple seasons to to uh, adjust back. We'll call it that way. So leave, leave some foliage on that U. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, the reason is a lot of people used to trim in the fall and it's like... Uh, that you cannot harden off before winter, and that's how you get that rusty look on those yews in the springtime. Uh-huh. So. 
All right. All right, Jerry. You got a project. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Have a good weekend, Jerry. We appreciate it. All right. Well, let's take another quick break, and then we will be right back with Over the Garden Fence. We've got lots of things to talk about today, projects going on all around Mm -hmm. us and everything else. So uh, WKZO News Time 933, we will be right back. So what's been bugging you? Waddell's Plant Doctors have the answers and the top quality products to get rid of whatever insects or plant diseases you've been noticing. Caterpillars have been prolific this season, and now's the time to spray these invaders with Fertilome Caterpillar Killer. Get the ready-to-use spray on sale for $15.99 or the 8-ounce concentrate for $10.99. Do the leaves on your tomato or pepper plants have brown spots? Fertilome Triple Action prevents and controls many common insects and diseases. Spraying every two weeks will keep your flowers, herbs, shrubs, and vegetable plants happy and healthy. It's also time to put on Weed Preventer, pull out the existing weeds, then put on high-yield ornamental weed control and enjoy the next four months without weeds. If you're not sure what you need to take care of what's bugging you, bring in a sample to Waddell's to get advice on top quality Fertilone products. From Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive in the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Welcome back to Over the Garden Fence. I'm going to make a quick like 30-second paid political announcement here, just so you know. <laughs> Before we talk about your, your the, okay. the tea party, because I love this. It's really cool. I want to, uh, we have mentioned this before. Um, Andy recommended one year that we mulch our tree. Mm-hmm. So we did the square around our, our uh, magnolia tree. Yeah. And um, I cannot remember ever um, the tree looking like it does right now. Oh. It, the leaves are amazing. We had a lot of flowers, and we dodged a bullet of frost. Yeah, uh, we had a lot of flowers, but the leaves, are, the leaves are just amazing. I mean, it is fully leafed out completely. Okay, so my recommendation to you is, um, the project is worth it. Mulch your tree. <laughs> well, you know what? Enough of the paid political announcement. You're very nice. You know what, Jim? Um, some ladies was uh, we we're loading up. Uh, four or five bags yesterday of cedar mulch. The next lady was getting 10 bags and the next lady was getting 25 bags. So the lady in the middle said, well, it's just mulch season. She says, well, I'm just, just refreshing and doing my trees. Well, a lot of times think of that overdoing river rock. Yes. The river rocks nice. Yes. It looks sharp. And three years later, the river rocks still there, but Oh man, so much happens under that river rock. It's hot. It's dry. It is the first to freeze. It's the first to thaw. It goes back and forth. Think of your gravel roads. That's the first to get your frost laws on. So think of that in your, uh, um, in your lineup. So I think that, uh, it's just, thank you for that, uh, paid, uh, unpaid ad. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's just, it's, it's just make sure that you, and you know, you don't have to be exact with the drip line, just, you know, be, you can eyeball it. Yeah. Make sure. And you know, it, it doesn't really, you can go in a round shape. I, we use a square shape cause it's easier, mm-hmm. but you might have to use a rectangle because of the way your yard is or where your house is or, or whatever, but right. uh, it works, it, it works wonders. And, uh, you know, I pull weeds once a month and eh, it works. It We're does. Good. It does. So Jim, I, um, I heard an ad that was our ad. We got a, uh, we got a party ourselves. Yes, coming you do. Up. We have, um, just had a great time at a tea party last couple of years ago at Waddell's. And I think the count was around 176 ladies, 100 plus at least, ladies had dressed up in the Victorian style era 
Jim, some of the ladies had spent hours getting ready. The 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 uh, gloves, the attire on the the boots, and uh, just amazing what they and uh, so we will be enjoying a garden party next weekend from All right. ten to one. There'll be little crumpet and tea stations here, there, and everywhere that you can kind of go through. And oh. It's going to be a little fun. So, Sounds like um, it. Yeah, and chocolate tea will be uh, um, helping us with some of the uh, – and we, we stock chocolate tea and their oils at there, Waddell's. Down, there there so. is no better place to find tea mm. in this area. And now tea. I'm a tea snob. So I've got I'm kind of my connoisseur. So yeah, and it, when is that going to be again? That is next Saturday, uh, from ten to one. All right, at Waddell's. Well, there's a project going on today in downtown Kalamazoo, and uh, we're going to bring in Pamela to talk a little bit about. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Pam. Good morning, Andy. How are you? Hey, thanks for joining us. Well, I'm honored to be a guest on your show today. <laughs> well, Miss Pam, I would love to say the same. I'm honored to be part of um, what you're striving for. And uh, can you tell us a little about you and how you've gotten started with this project downtown? Sure. I am a lifelong resident here in the city of Kalamazoo, a community that I love dearly. I am a wife. Of 36 years and I together my husband and I we have an adult son and daughter and we have um, four grandchildren and I resigned I worked for the city of Kalamazoo for maybe about like 18 years before I resigned from my position to start the organization I had a vision of wanting to sow into the lives of young ladies. And so through the vision, even though I try to resist, 36 years later, I'm here and investing <laughs> my time and my energy to the community of Kalamazoo. Oh, that is so nice. So this project, you had told me, started, am I right, in 1987. So you're kind of now... You're almost saying it's kind of a new new beginning, am I correct, with uh, with the project downtown? Yes, exactly. As a um, community project, what our organization um, did um, back, well, we actually um, started in my home in 1986, where I started inviting young ladies from the um, community, where we would come together and just have conversations and learning from the girls, some of the um needs that they wanted and so um we wanted to find a community um project that um the girls would learn how to give back to the community and um and so that was 1986 so in 1987 when this park was rededicated we were there as an organization Mm -hmm. to um adopt the park and to take on the um role of custodial care um, takers of the park and so here we go, advancing 35, 36 years later, we are still invested and still um, um, committed to working in the park. This is a new beginning for us because the city of Kalamazoo, for so long, we did not, um, we did not have many improvements that were being made um, during that time. And so um, we have... Um, we can say proudly that the city has um, made some park improvements. Um, mm-hmm. We have different things um, 
taking place here where we have new brick pavers, we new, have new concrete slabs, we have a new irrigation electrical system, and there are some things um, still that we're still wanting to make happen in the park, but it is a new beginning. You bet. We're at the eve of an anniversary. Well, and I'm uh, I'm proud to I say hear that. I a train coming, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know, Miss Pam, that you were nice and invited Waddell's so, uh, to be part of this. And I know we're our team, uh, Matt and Noel, are down there delivering plants this morning. And that's why we've we've been on the radio just inviting some of our friends to maybe come down and, and help with some of the planting, whether it be the shrubs or the perennials. But um, um, even on some of the cleanup later on, I, I know it's going yeah. this morning. And uh, you've told me there's uh, a little entertainment too can you uh um uh, tell me what's going on down there as as well as the planting sure uh-oh uh-oh you hear that uh-huh how are we gonna handle that so miss pam how about i uh I, I keep talking and i know that um you've told me we've got marvin gay uh music going on um jim yeah. and what's yeah and it's uh what's going on and i think it's going to be being played and yes. you, you told me there's good refreshments on going on down there. Yes. Every, you know, um, Andy, what happens normally when you have on a big project like that, there are things that are going to happen behind the scenes and have it happen to us. How about my, um, my truck broke down? Yeah. <laughs> and so, but we are still moving forward. And I'd like to thank Weedales, um, First of all, for being the hand up for us because they have helped us to get some of my equipment down here. And but the music is still going to go on. We're going to hear more than the train going <laughs> through the city. But we are um, going to be listening to music. I would say from the seventies, late sixties, seventies. Um, Marvin Gaye was going on. Um, different type of music from Curtis Mayfield. And, and then we hope to hear um, some parts of Dr. King's speeches too, as the um, day goes on. And so, yeah, we have hot dogs that we're serving. We have um, treats for the kids. We have rock paintings where uh, the artist is here and she's going to be teaching the young kids how to paint. Nice. We have hundreds, about a hundred people here right now. Oh, the park nice. is very busy. So I'm so excited. Oh, Miss Pam, that's good. We just got a couple minutes here left, and I just want to say that Miss Pam has told me that there's land a group there, Jim. Landscape Love is a group that is down there. Jab, which is Justice Against Bullying, is down there working. Young Kings and Queens, the Kalamazoo Promise, that's just a few that is joining in this part this morning. I'm asking everybody, too, we're looking for... Um, maybe some people that could help on, a. there is a quotation walk that is plaques they are looking for down in a walk up to some flags. So if there's some sponsors or corporate sponsors that are looking, please get a hold of, it is a Kalamazoo junior girls. Am I right, Miss Pam? Yes, you're correct, Andy. You bet. You and, bet. And they can do that by um, calling me direct at 269 720-7586. I also have an email. Yep. That's kjgirls at att.net. And I'll tell you, I, everybody, have been 
um, I've I've got a new friend, Jim, in the um, in the uh, um, landscape and gardening world, and it is definitely Miss Pam. She is a you can tell she's on fire for this community project. And Miss Pam, I appreciate you joining us. I hope everything goes good down there this morning. Yes, and I really appreciate you and all of your staff at Weedells. Andy, you have been a friend that I want to have for quite some time. <laughs> we look forward to continuing our partnership, and we will make certain that you get photos. And, again, anyone interested in investing in the park so that we can move forward with the quotation mark, um, that will be greatly Great. Appreciate it. You bet. All right. Miss Pam, have a good morning. All right. Thank okay. you, ma'am. Thank you. you. All right. Talk with you soon. Bye-bye. All right. And that, man, we ran out of time. <laughs> Jim, thank Holy you. Cow. You're welcome. Well, what a great guest. And I just, uh, um, it's kind of cool to see what's happening um, in Kalamazoo this weekend. So, Indeed. Yeah, stay in your hometown this weekend. Indeed, and have some fun. All right, Andy, we'll see you next week. Uh, thanks for listening to Over the Garden Fence. Tune in each Saturday after 9 for Over the Garden Fence, brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral and Garden Center at the corner of Millam and 12th Street.